0: You're walking with footsteps in educational ministry. Welcome to the podcast. Each episode is aimed at discussion and encouragement of Christian ministry education, including academic, extracurricular, and spiritual activities and family ministry. We hope you find today's topic to be interesting. Welcome back, this is the second part of a discussion about Guatemala Christmas. An ongoing annual partnership that Lake Point Academy has with Guatemala Christmas and its parent organization. And we're here to talk a little bit more with Andrea and with Allie and Julie and Chris about what's happening this particular year. So maybe it would help Chris if you explain the parent organization of Guatemala Christmas and how Guatemala Christmas fits into something larger.
1: So Clubhouse Ministries doesn't just do Guatemala Christmas bags. We already alluded to the fact that we had students that had gone on mission trips through this organization. And so they are actually on the ground in Guatemala in several different places. They, they have different centers for their leadership teams there who are all Guatemalans. And they do ministry in different urban areas within the cities. They also do it out in in the boonies in the villages. And there's different things, like they build block houses, they build chicken coops, they bring food baskets. There's numerous different things that they do for a mercy ministry element of their thing. But it's also all for the sake of building bridges and connections to go into these places to share the gospel of Jesus Christ uh, to to call people to follow him, to get people into churches. And so that that's really what Clubhouse, they have a, a wide array of things that they do. Right now, currently, you know, we've mostly worked with them on their Guatemala Christmas projects. But we're hoping also to be part of some of that other stuff too. Okay. Well thank you.
0: So we're starting the season. Here it is October.
1: And we're jumping
0: into a Christmas plan because, obviously, it's international shipment. There's a lot of logistics to be worked out that that organization takes care of. Uh, Andrea, you and Ali were here yesterday launching it with the secondary students. You'll come back Thursday to launch it with the elementary students. There seemed to be a lot of excitement yesterday with even some students talking about wanting to raise some money themselves through selling things or odd jobs or whatever. That's very exciting to see. What I would ask you, Andrea, is, okay, let's pretend I'm a new parent. I don't know anything about Guatemala Christmas. I have an elementary student. What does that mean to my child? What does it mean to our family? What is the deal?
2: I would say that the thing that this compares most to is an Operation Christmas child, where they would pack a shoebox. But in this situation, we call it Christmas in Guatemala, and we do use a 2.5 gallon Ziploc bag. And what we do with this bag is we fill it with those same kinds of supplies, but we break it down by grade level so that each family doesn't have to bring 20 toothbrushes or 20 coloring books, they can just bring whatever is assigned to their grade. Each family, one of the best places I think to go would be a place like Dollar Tree, because all the items that we ask for people to bring in, toys like dolls, dice, deck of cards, harmonica, etch-a-sketch, uh, jump ropes, bracelets, coloring books, crayons, those can come from the Dollar Tree. But basically, you are buying supplies to fit in a bag and that bag will be sent on October 16th. Once we have packed the bags, they will be shipped later in um, November to Guatemala. And if a family does not feel like they have the time to shop and get these supplies, if they bring in money then we can actually do the shopping for them and get all of those supplies that I've said. Or if you just want to send your money to help with shipping, that's great because each bag costs $5 to ship. And if you provide $20, you actually are helping ship a bag for $5 and provide a pair of shoes for a child for $15.
0: So, Um, so Chris, that's the gathering of materials. And then what happens with those materials? What does that look like?
1: Yeah, on the, the Friday, well, I guess when they're coming in, we put them into bins and organize them. But on the actual Friday event where we get the elementary and the secondary students come after school and we pair up secondary students with elementary students. And we've created a kind of assembly line of tables full of the items. And each secondary student leads their elementary student or students through this assembly line. And they just take a bag and they start filling it with the various items. And then at the end of it, there might be like a letter or a picture that they're drawing and then they put it in the bag and then we put it into a box. We keep doing that until we're completely out of items. And then toward the end of it, we all gather around the boxes. We pray over the boxes and close it in prayer.
0: Well, Andrea, what uh, what is the environment that you've seen over the past several years? Is it complicated? Do students know what to do? I mean, how have you seen that operate from year to year?
2: As with anything that you do year to year, we've gotten a little bit more efficient, a little more organized each year. And we've gotten a lot more parent involvement each year, which is key and very important to making sure everything goes along smoothly. But it's really amazing because on the day of, it's really a room of excitement because now the kids really know about it and they come with this expectation that they're going to be paired with the elementary or paired with the secondary. That, That secondary and elementary involvement really is exciting for the kids and seeing them like kind of talk together and go through the line together and like pick out, oh, do we want to blue notebook or red notebook? Do you think that kid would like a monkey or a doll? Or would they like a car or a Frisbee? Just those kind of interactions. And then towards the end, they put in the Gospel of John, they put in a salvation insert, but then they take this letter that's been written in Spanish and they decorate it and then they put it in. And I think just the excitement of seeing the bags mount and, and be stacked in the boxes and then being able to pray over them and know that a specific child is going to get this specific bag. That's exciting. And then last year, um, the worship team, that was a, just a really special edition where they sang in Spanish and prayed over the bags. It was just really special. So the environment is one of excitement, one of anticipation, and one of prayer.
0: So we're tempted as pragmatic Americans to say, how many bags did you do? What was the total volume? What was the gross uh, dollar amount and, and all those things? But what you're describing is more of a spiritual event and what we might call purposed fellowship. You're bringing together a secondary student, an elementary student who may have seemingly very little in common, but we're giving them something to do together and something to talk about together. So uh, that, that's exciting what you're describing. Chris, uh, Andrea mentioned Operation Christmas Child, which is a wonderful program that a lot of churches are involved in. So this is this is not meant to be a competition. What do you see as the difference between having students to do this through the academy and through something uh, specific like Guatemala Christmas? What do you see as the difference here?
1: Both are good opportunities They provide platforms to do various things. The difference that I see is that. Guatemala Christmas, this event that we do through Clubhouse Ministries, it has a kind of personal connection to students. Like we talked about the origin story already with students going on trips through this and, and all these things. But you have students who are connected to a specific organization going to a specific people in a specific country. And and I think the benefit of that is that you get to see a little bit more of the other side of it so like operation christmas child you you can buy like a a tracker and see where your box went but you're not necessarily seeing all the individual stories you're not going to get franklin graham to come in and do a connection at lake point academy but mike parker has come in the last couple of years and then the years before that he sent some of his staff to come in and actually lead us in connection assembly times to oversee and kind of work with us during the actual event itself Mike's coming again this year. So there's just a more personal touch because it's a smaller, more focused organization.
0: So Andrea, you have daughters who have now graduated and gone on to bigger and better things, but I remember when they were younger, what would you say to the parent of a middle school kid or high school kid who says, I don't know, mom, it doesn't sound very fun. I, I think I just want to stay home and do something important like nothing. What would you what would you say to encourage that parent to have the student and perhaps the parent also to be involved?
2: I can talk from experience. Um Hayden and Malia, when they went to Guatemala for their first mission trip, they saw what it was like to have. They have a, they do have things, but they don't have what we have. They have a dirt floor. They kind of have a pallet of some kind to lay on. They saw that rice and socks and our company were precious gifts. And I think them seeing the conditions that they live in and seeing the joy that they had for us, I guess coming back, they just felt as if we have so much here that it just seems like the logical and kind and what God would have us do kind of thing to give back. And so I guess as parents are having discussions about what God would have us do, I think one of the most important things we can do is to give out of what has already been given to us by God and the overflow. And so I feel as if Christmas in Guatemala is a very tangible, very easy way for us to make a difference in a specific child's life in Guatemala And that this opportunity gives us a specific way to make that happen, to make a child's day in another country. And I guess I would just say that once you've given something precious of your time and these precious gifts, it's gonna make your whole family feel good. I mean, it feels good to bless others and it feels good to kind of do what God has asked us to do, and that is to care for our neighbor, love our neighbor. And I think it's a tangible way to do that.
0: Great. Thank you. Julie, what is the value to the elementary children? I mean, can a kindergarten student really know what all is going on?
3: Absolutely. I think the value for the elementary students in participating in Guatemala Christmas is twofold. Number one, I absolutely love giving them the opportunity to be hands-on in this mission experience. They get to go shopping with mom. They get to pick out the doll, the toothpaste, the favorite color of um, toothbrush or whatever their class has been assigned to bring in. They get to be a part of the action, and they love that As a mom, my favorite part of the elementary students involvement is that we partner the secondary students together with an elementary student. The relationships that are built because our schools meet on different days of the week, there there doesn't get to be a lot of involvement with secondary and elementary students. And so when they get to know one of the older kids and they're leading them in servanthood, I just think it's a beautiful thing. One of my personal favorite stories with my own children, Last year, my youngest was paired with a high school soccer player and my youngest plays soccer. He loves soccer. So they they learned each other's names. They got to do Guatemala Christmas together and pack the bags and all that kind of stuff. And they played some games afterwards. And then uh, later we went to watch a soccer game. We actually went to watch Lake Point win the state championship game. And at the end of the game, all the players came over and kind of high-fived the fans. And when that player got to my son, he just wrapped him up in a big bear hug. And, And Eli turned around and said, Mom, did you get a picture of that? (laughs) <laughs> he was so proud that that student knew his name and recognized him, and um, I, I just, I love the getting the students together.
0: Well, what is the impact on an older student in the elementary, like a fifth or a sixth grader? Is it similar?
3: Yeah, I think it's good for them. Same thing. The older students now know my name. Very soon, they are crossing over into secondary, and so they're going to walk into the secondary program. As a seventh grader, they're often very intimidated by all the tall people and the folks who seem to know what's going on. And so when there's an older student already there that knows their name, they can kind of include them in what's going on or just say hello in the hallways. I think that's, it's just nice.
0: Well, you mentioned your own family. And this has been going on for six years now. So what have you seen in your own family with your three sons as they have crossed over from elementary into the secondary?
3: So by participating as an elementary student and walking into secondary, now they know what their role is with the younger students. So now I see my own children. They, I can think of one of my children in particular not naturally inclined to, to maybe work with children. Um, Say like at church and nursery and that kind of things, that's not necessarily his thing. But because of the modeling and the participation of things like Guatemala Christmas here at Lake Point, he knows his role. He's been shown what to do. And so now as a secondary student, he easily slips into that role of now I'm leading a younger student in an activity.
0: Well, Christmas Guatemala, the actual packing event, is coming up on us very, very quickly. So that's Friday, October the 16th. 2020. What are the hours, Chris?
1: From 1.15 to 3.30 p.m.
0: That's amazing that that much activity, that much productivity can happen with students in such a short time. Yeah. What's the goal, Andrea?
2: Well, our goal is to fill and ship 130 bags, but as we've seen God do in the past, last year he almost doubled what our goal was. And um I think we shipped 180 from our school and then with the addition of others it was 211. So I'm actually looking forward to seeing what God's going to do with our goal.
0: Well, this year we are still in the COVID climate. So what does that mean for this particular event, Chris?
1: We are going to attempt, weather permitting, to move our assembly line and activities outside. We might even have two assembly lines so that we can have smaller groups of people going through. Still going to pair up students. In the event of rain, we would likely still do it. We would just transfer it inside into the multi-purpose room, but we would split students into smaller groups, have them kind of staged into the various classrooms. And then class by class, they would go through the assembly line. They would probably be wearing masks as they're going through the assembly line for that. So We're still planning on doing it. We're going to have lots of hand sanitizer and other things, and we're going to try to do it outside. A few protections,
0: but a small price to pay for keeping it up. The two of you have kept in touch with uh, the ministry and with its leader. We mentioned earlier about some of the conditions in Guatemala, but the things we're talking about to make this possible in terms of taking an outside wearing mask, very small price to pay compared to what all might be going on in Guatemala. What are they facing there, Chris, that they have shared?
1: They took a pretty big hit because normally in the summer, they host several groups from various churches or schools that they're connected with. We were one of those groups that were potentially going to go. And so they they lost the money that they normally get from those trips because they were all canceled, obviously, when Guatemala closed its borders. I mean, last time I talked to Mike, he was even talking about the bank they used ended up collapsing. So there's a lot of instability. So uh, they are definitely in need of prayer and support more than ever. So
0: Guatemala Christmas means a little bit more this Christmas season.
1: Yes, I think so.
0: Well, we appreciate your time and uh, being able to talk about this event that's coming up. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having
1: us.
2: Thank you.
0: You've been walking with footsteps in educational ministry. Thank you for listening. We welcome your feedback. For more information, visit the podcast webpage at lakepointacademy.com.